0: Los Angeles. Welcome to Love It or Leave It. Like Nikki Haley, we We may be losers, but we act like winners. And isn't that what life's all about? Speaking of winners, Kel Mitchell is here. Excited to see if he knows what this is. Melora Hardin is also here. And she's only got one question. Was she in then? Jermaine Fowler and Natalie rotter Leitman will get out their magnifying glasses and lace up their gumshoes to solve the week's most perplexing mysteries. And in honor of Margot and Greta, tonight we celebrate the snubbies. (laughs) But first, let's get into it. What a week. As expected, Donald Trump won New Hampshire's Republican primary on Tuesday, sending us hurtling towards a Trump-Biden rematch in November. Woo-hoo, said that guy in Missouri whose friends were frozen dead in his backyard for days. (laughs) What's up with that guy? What's going on there? Once again, we have dead bodies and the police saying we don't see evidence of foul play. Yes, you do. Trump beat Nikki Haley by an 11-point margin, becoming the first non-incumbent GOP candidate to win both the Iowa caucuses and the New Hampshire primary. But that's Trump for you, always breaking the ass ceiling. (laughs) Nikki Haley tipped her hat to Trump after his win. I want to congratulate Donald Trump on his victory tonight. He earned it. And I want to
1: acknowledge that.
0: This is like stopping. (laughs) To congratulate the bear that's mauling you in your tent. Sure, it's impressive that he figured out the zipper, but you don't have to say he earned it. But Haley celebrated her second place finish and vowed to fight on, which infuriated Trump.
2: And she was up and I said, wow, she's doing uh, like a speech like she won. She didn't win. She lost. And that's my move.
0: (laughs) She's stealing my moves. As my therapist always says, we hate in others the things we hate in ourselves. That's why it bugs you so much when others are incredibly needy and obnoxious. Okay, that's all the time we have for today. Please don't trail me after to my car again. Here's Trump continuing to rant about Nikki Haley.
2: Who the hell was the imposter that went up on the stage before and like claimed a victory? She did very poorly, actually. She had to win. The governor said, she's going to win, she's going to win, she's going to win. Then she, she failed badly. Now I have here, if he promises to do, to do it in a minute or less, but the only person more angry than, let's say me, but I don't get too angry, I get even. <laughs>
0: Okay, I, I don't know. It seems like he also gets too angry. <laughs> he also rarely gets even. He just kind of keeps going. And he also did some solid insinuating.
2: She would be under investigation by those people in 15 minutes. And I could tell you five reasons why already. Not big reasons. A little, <laughs> little stuff that she doesn't want to talk about. But she will be under investigation within minutes. And so would Ron have been... I don't... Okay, first of all...
0: And so would Ron have been. Is he calling Ron DeSantis a have-been instead of a has-been? Like, a twist on has-been? Because it's not adding anything, just say have-been. It's, pl- it's just plural, I guess. But, but if it was in the prompter as, and so too would have... So too Ron... So would have Ron have been? It's like, was that... It was like a British poet writing this. So too would have he, so would Ron have been. Anyway, about Haley, continued Trump. I mean, I'm just freewheeling it off the dome, but I don't know. It's like, lock her up. Uh, Tim Scott, who endorsed Trump on Friday, got the opportunity to debase himself a little further on Tuesday night.
2: You're the senator of his state, and she endorsed me. You mm-hmm. must really hate her. <laughs> no it's uh it's a shame it's a shame uh oh i just love you no that's, good. that's okay he's a great politician thats
0: unfucking un-fucking-believable put that in the time capsule so Tim Scott endorses Trump, even though somebody from his home state, someone who appointed him to the Senate, by the way, is still in the race, debases himself by doing that. Then he's at this event where he's paraded in front of everybody. Then Trump is like, I bet you fucking hate Nikki Haley, kind of making him feel embarrassed. He has to tiptoe up to Donald Trump and tap him on the shoulder of Donald Trump with the most relatable reaction ever. He goes, whoa. <laughs> which is amazing, which is just says everything. They're like, oh, what is this Jesus freak doing in my personal space? And then he has to go, Tim Scott has to say, oh, I, ju- I don't hate her. I just love you. That Just no dignity left, all gone. I just love you. I just love you. Yuck, muttered Tim Scott's fiance. Oh, so he can say it. <laughs> Meanwhile... Republican Congressman and Trump supporter Jerry Carl took a weird turn, criticizing Nikki Haley's statement last week that America has never been a racist country, saying on NBC News Thursday, everyone has some type of racist in them. What a weird swerve for a Trump supporter. <laughs> Actually, it's sort of subconscious, it influences his way we can't possibly understand. I do think he just sort of fumbled the pickup line he's been working on for the GOP convention this summer. Is there a racist inside you? No? Would you like one? (laughs) Meanwhile, (laughs) meanwhile, President Biden easily defeated Dean Phillips and Marianne Williamson in New Hampshire's Democratic primary, even though his name didn't even appear on the ballot. All according to plan, chuckled Marianne Williamson, stoking a raven as it plucked relentlessly at her eyelashes. This week, President Biden marked the anniversary of Roe v. Wade with official White House events, as well as a campaign rally and a new TV ad hammering Donald Trump for his role in overturning the Supreme Court ruling. It's cool that both Biden and Trump are campaigning on Donald Trump killed abortion rights. We haven't seen that since 2016, when both Trump and Hillary Clinton campaigned on Hillary Clinton is a woman. (laughs) Meanwhile, while arguing for an abortion ban in Wisconsin, Republican Representative Joel Kitchens used his expertise as a veterinarian to back up his position, saying...
3: You know, in my veterinary career, I did thousands of of ultrasounds on animals, you know, uh, determining pregnancy and that kind of thing. So I think I know mammalian fetal development better than probably anyone here.
0: And here's a tip. When approaching a furious pregnant woman who you're forcing to carry a non-viable fetus to term, make sure you're holding the carrot with an open palm because she doesn't want to bite you. She's just scared. (laughs) What are all you mammals complaining about? (laughs) Mammals. Bad enough when they say females. (laughs) On Wednesday, the United Auto Workers endorsed President Biden, the first sitting president to join a picket line, said UAW President Sean Fain.
2: And this choice is clear. Joe Biden bet on the American worker while Donald Trump blamed the American worker. So if our endorsements must be earned, Joe Biden has earned it. It's
0: so funny to even have to explain the reasoning on this. The choice for cat sitter is clear. Monica from down the street has taken care of cats for years, while her opponent, the Baltimore cat strangler, always leaves <laughs> his dishes in the sink for us to clean up when we get home.
2: Continued Fain. Donald Trump is a scab. Trump is a billionaire and that's who he represents.
0: Scabby Donald, the perfect nickname now for two reasons. Yeah, cuz had that weird hand thing. That people immediately decided was syphilis. Meanwhile, in Congress, negotiators have been saying that Senate Democrats and Republicans were close to a deal to address border security, Ukraine funding, and the child tax credit. It was like a glimpse of the old days when politicians made deals and Republicans did their jobs and we all walked around saying, 9-11, that'll never happen. And you could buy a brand new Jeep for a nickel and raccoons were our pets. (laughs) My memory isn't the best, but it was something like that. But this bipartisan group faces fierce opposition from the MAGA squad who either want 100 percent of their right wing bill or want to prevent a deal to keep the issue hot and fresh for their man, Donald Trump. So that led Mitch McConnell to go out to the microphones, pushing back, saying, quote, "...if we had a 100 percent Republican government, president, House, Senate, we probably would not be able to get a single Democratic vote to pass what Senator Lankford and the administration are trying to get together." And you had Lindsey Graham saying explicitly that to those who think that if President Trump wins, which I hope he does, that we can get a better deal, you won't. Now, I'm pretty sure a lot of Trump supporters are actually just holding out for a louder deal. But regardless, trying to reason with the Freedom Caucus, it turns out, it's like trying to negotiate with a Wolverine. How about this? If you give us this child tax credit, you can eat one of my legs. What's that? You've already eaten both of my legs? So you have. Then along came Donald Trump, who took to social media to say he would only accept a perfect deal and reportedly called Lindsey Graham and Senator James Langford to insinuate himself into the process. Sir, we hear where you're coming from. We're just not sure it totally makes sense for a border deal to have an amendment about how former presidents are immune from all criminal prosecution and anyone who tries to see what's in Ivana's coffin has to go to, quote, worse gitmo. (laughs) After Trump started agitating, wouldn't you know it? McConnell has second thoughts. We're in a quandary, he said, and Republicans don't want to do anything to undermine Trump. Let the kerfuffle commence.
2: I think the border is a very important issue for Donald Trump. Uh, and the fact that he would communicate to uh, Republican senators and Congress people that he doesn't want us to solve the border problem because he wants to blame uh, Biden for it is, uh, is really appalling.
0: Senator Tom Tillis agreed with Mitt Romney, telling the press... It's all about politics. (laughs) Telling the press it's all about politics and not having the courage to respectfully disagree with President Trump. I didn't come here to have a president as a boss or a candidate as a boss. But when Trump says jump, Ted Cruz says, yeah, my wife is ugly.
3: This bill represents Senate Republican leadership waging war on House Republican leadership.
0: Yeah. So now the deal is in jeopardy. All the while, the situation of the border remains terrible. On Monday, the Supreme Court sided with the Biden administration saying border control can't cut and remove razor wire installed by Texas. Texas Governor Greg Abbott responded by saying he has the right to install the wire. And Republican governors like South Dakota's Kristi Noem, Georgia's Brian Kemp, Oklahoma's Kevin Stitt, and Purgatory's Ron DeSantis all rushed to throw their support behind Abbott, a real who's who of people currently making their waitresses cry for not putting the mayo on the side. Meanwhile, a recent investigation from the Department of Defense found that under the Trump administration, the White House pharmacy would often make up to-go bags of prescription meds for trips abroad for the White House staff, which would include ambient and ProVigil packed loose in a Ziploc. <laughs> First of all, this is called a perk. Let it go, you DOD narcs. <laughs> Also, things have changed a bit since the Obama days. They gave me the bag with a little slice of American cheese so I could trick Dan Pfeiffer into taking it. (laughs) Sometimes he'd find the pill, but if you fold the pill in the cheese and save a little cheese for right after, Dan Pfeiffer is so excited about the new cheese, he quickly swallows the old cheese with the pills in it. Jeff DeWitt, the chair of the Arizona Republican Party, resigned on Wednesday after the release of a recording that appeared to show him trying to bribe Carrie Lake to sit out the 2024 Senate race. Imagine saying anything around Carrie Lake and thinking you're not being recorded. This woman walks around the airport with a ring light just in case she manages to land a sick immigration bird at a kid at the Starbucks counter. (laughs) DeWitt says in the recording, there are very powerful people who want to keep you out, but they're willing to put their money where their mouth is in a big way. This conversation never happened. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, Carrie Lake is the hero of that phone call. DeWitt's trying to claim that the recording was selectively edited and that Lake set him up. But there's just not a lot of innocent context for this conversation never happened. Hey, you want to come to my sister's baby shower this weekend? There's going to be cupcakes. This conversation never happened. Kentucky state rep and survivor winner Nick Wilson has withdrawn his bill that would legalize sex between first cousins. I guess they broke up. What asked, asked what else changed his mind, Nick Wilson said, it's so good it should be illegal. <laughs> he likes the, he likes the he likes the frisson of danger, you know. In Ohio gross. In Ohio the Republican supermajority banned gender-affirming care for trans minors on Wednesday, overriding Republican Governor Mike DeWine's veto. This is why the veto override exists. Somewhere a rogue governor from your own party goes, hey, maybe we actually shouldn't be making medical decisions for the children of millions of strangers. And there needs to be a way for you, a supermajority elected through extreme gerrymandering, and doesn't represent the actual makeup or interests of the state to get around that. But when God closes a door, he opens a drive through window. Republicans may not think teens are capable of making important decisions about their future, but they won't have much time to worry about that during the evening rush. <laughs> Florida Republicans have advanced a bill that would allow 16- and 17-year-olds to work eight-hour shifts on school nights and over 30 hours each week. But I'll probably send them home before the full eight hours is up, said Florida Congressman Matt Gates. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Meanwhile... In Indiana, Republican lawmakers advanced a bill that would allow 14-year-olds to work for up to 29 hours per school week. This would obviously be awful for the 14-year-olds, but I feel like no one's thinking about the rest of the workforce. What are you supposed to talk about with your 14-year-old co-worker? (laughs) Hey, man, how's your week going? Chemistry test tomorrow? Damn, that's crazy. Anyway, I think my wife's cheating on me and they finally put my mom in hospice. (laughs) It's all fun and games until your 14-year-old boss fires you for being too mid... <laughs> and now for some but up up bub goy news. Elon Musk visited Auschwitz this week with Daily Wire host Ben Shapiro. Here's a character I've been working on. Are you ready? I call this guy at the Auschwitz ticket window when Elon Musk and Ben Shapiro show up. <clears throat> Welcome. One adult and one child? Elon Musk and Ben Shapiro at Auschwitz: Nightmare Blunt Rotation meet Nightmare Blunt Location. <laughs> that was my, that was my favorite of the week. That was my, that one got me. I couldn't, could, that one made me laugh several times. <laughs> Following his visit, Musk was a bit pensive.
3: I must admit to being um, somewhat frankly naive about this. Um, in the circles that I move, I see almost no antisem- anti-Semitism. And, and you know, there's this old, old joke, I've got like this one Jewish friend. No, I, I have like two-thirds of my friends are Jewish.
0: Musk went on, I can name these friends if you want. Epstein, Weinstein, the Ferengi, those, <laughs> those banker <laughs> goblins from Harry Potter, Yahoo, Watto, Fagan, David Schwimmer. <laughs> In chiller news, Pope Francis... <laughs> Went on the record recently saying, sexual pleasure is, quote, a gift from God. Say it louder, Pope Francis, said Tim Scott's new (laughs) fiancé. Pope Francis concluded his remarks by saying, so next time you're about to climax, think of me, the friggin' a Pope. (laughs) We (laughs) We also got this year's Oscar nominations this week. Martin Scorsese became the oldest ever director nominee for Killers of the Flower Moon. For now, whispered President Biden, calling over a granddaughter to help him crop a video on his iPad. <laughs> Barbie earned eight nods. Ugh, nods. Bafo box office. <laughs> Barbie earned eight nominations, but Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig were snubbed for Best Actress and Best Director, respectively. It's cold comfort, but I hope they can take at least some small bit of satisfaction in the tens of millions of dollars they earned. And... <laughs> And finally, a California woman was arrested after stealing 65 Stanley Cups, nope, Stanley Cups, worth, Stanley Cups. Not Stanley Cups. Can I, who gives, what? They're just Tumblr. I truly, nothing has made less sense to me than the fact that we, that this is even a conversation at all, that anyone cares, that anyone needs three. You need, you need one. I get maybe too, and also it's not some exceptional thing it's just a fucking tumbler there's a whole there's a whole aisle of different colored ones and shaped ones at every store literally every store wrap it up <laughs> anyway she stole 65 Stanley cups worth nearly $2,500 her plan of course was to sell them on the white market yeah all right When we come back, Kel Mitchell is here.
3: Hey, don't go anywhere. There's more of Love It or Leave It coming up. Podsafe America is brought to you by Helix Sleep. How long have you had your mattress? For most people, it's probably time for an upgrade, right? Well, Helix has exactly what you need. Everybody is unique and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. Helix has models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side, models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions, plus enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they've got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design, combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Uh, I have a Helix mattress in our guest bedroom. Mm -hmm. Every single person who stays with us says, that bed is so comfortable. Where'd you get it? You know what I say? where do you say? Helix. I love my Helix mattress. I have a Dawn Lux. Dawn Lux. It's very comfortable. So Lux. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners, Go to helixsleep.com slash crooked and use code helixpartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Again, that's helixsleep.com slash crooked and use code helixpartner20.
0: Love It or Leave It is brought to you by Harry's, sometimes to get what you want. You have to challenge the status quo and blaze your own trail. You know who also is challenging the status quo? Harry's. They saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry and decided to do something better. Instead of charging for the same old ridiculous prices, Harry's found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of other big brands. Exceptional products, honest prices, that's Harry's. German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. Customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as $2, half of what you pay for other big brands, plus hair and other grooming products that fit your unique look and needs. Highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry. They also have a no-risk trial. Don't like your shave. No worries. It's on them. And convenient subscription options that you can cancel at any time. We love Harry's. So easy. Love Harry's. Comes in the mail. Great razor. You don't have to go to the person at the counter and say, Hi. Uh, because of, uh, you know, Biden, I need a key to get it to the razors. <laughs> um, and it's great. It comes to your house and it's it's a great product. Don't settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at com slash love it. That's com slash love it for a $3 trial set. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Would you take a nap? Would you read a book? Would you show up for a friend? I mean, or maybe I'd hang out with a friend. I don't know if I would show up for a friend. Well, Okay, good to know. <laughs> good to know. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. Yeah, we do. But at the same time, then you check your screen time on your phone and it's always like Ooh. six hours a day. Mm. I feel there's a lot of people running around playing busy, you know? Yeah. If you're on your phone for six hours, you could be less busy. You could be Just less busy. Just put your phone down. I'm a, I'm a guilty of anybody. That's what therapy is for. It help figure out these problems.
3: <laughs> put down your phone for an hour during therapy.
0: Yeah, you can't be on your phone during therapy. They hate it. <laughs> but they can't stop you. It's your hour. Anyway, the point is, everybody needs therapy. I need it. John needs it. Anyone else? Anybody else? <laughs> no, that's it. Just that's the two it. of us. Just need the it. two of us. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash love it today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash love it. And we're back. Please welcome to the stage a man who knows a good burger. You remember him from those nostalgic, misty memories of her childhood, as well as from right now, the one and only Kel Mitchell. Hey. Hi. How are you? Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. Come, we're gonna stand. This table's here. We're just gonna talk and stand. I don't know what What else to do.
4: Um, We gonna sing? Yeah, (laughs) we can sing if you want.
0: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, Thank you for joining us. What's up, man? All right, we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna taste some burgers in a bit. But before we do, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing.
4: Okay. Um.
0: So first of all, you have so many fans on this show that work on this show.
5: So like.
0: Here they're they're hardened cynical people. Okay. And they rarely get excited. <laughs> but they were excited about you. Oh right?
4: man. Man, shout out to them, man. They've been very Whoa. nice, man. They've been nice so okay, good. Shout out to your whole crew, man. Yeah, they're good so, people.
0: <laughs> so uh, and they had a lot of questions for you. Okay. One was
4: that Keenan and Kel
0: yeah. at the time was for kids, but the sketches were political <laughs> and often like decidedly
4: not for kids. But how much did you understand them? <laughs> when you were a kid? Yeah, well, when uh, Katrina, one of the young ladies on our show, was playing Ross Perot. On- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know about Ross Perot? Yeah, so we, we got introduced to it and, and kind of knew that and we were just like, whoa, okay. Taking shots at Ross, huh? But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and then we had, the cool thing about our writers is that uh, we had jokes for the kids because obviously it was Nickelodeon, but then we also wanted jokes for you know the adults to, to get as they're watching it with their friends. Friend, their kids, you know? Were there executives yeah. that were like, we need to add slime to this? Yeah. Come on. It's Nickelodeon. You got to add a slime, right? Got to add a slime. <laughs> uh, so,
0: so Good Burger's back. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, right? I do. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I was like, what? You said,
0: okay, like that's a good idea. It's back. <laughs> well, it's, back. it's back. You did uh, it. <laughs> so uh, what do you think makes, like, how do you know, what makes it the right time yeah, to bring something back, and how do you know? How do you make sure that like mm-hmm. it's adapted for this moment? Like what? What yeah, made you it the know, right like, moment?
4: Everybody asks us that, and uh, we okay. just feel like it was the. <laughs> All
0: right, sorry. I'll come up with more interesting questions. Yeah, you got
4: real deep, brother. You got real deep. So, so fucking. Uh, no, I no, asked a boring question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Cal. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> but no. Re- uh, it's just oh, what the- a cool,
0: trite, <laughs> fucking hackneyed bullshit question. <laughs>
4: Well, no, it just—it's uh, just the right time, man, and it feels good because, like, the kids that loved it in the '90s, they also have, you know, kids now, and so uh. they were able to watch it with their entire family, uh, and we were able to cater to both and uh, introduce Good Burger to a whole new generation. So it's been—it's been awesome, you know. Like uh, when I'm in school with my six-year-old uh, daughter, like the kids are running, like, "Go, it's it!" and they're running after me, and then the mom comes out too, like, "Oh my God!" It's you know? So, so, so,
0: so. <laughs> Um. Orange soda. Uh, <laughs> sorry, but this was a question. I know, like you're gonna think this was I like a question.
4: How did you do it so deep? though. orange soda.
0: So orange soda. <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's, there talk, was, about let's it. talk about it. Yeah. There is a theory going around one person that <laughs> that it represents cocaine.
4: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> is that true or I is, mean is did- Brian a degenerate? Oh man. <laughs> wow I mean the the addiction was serious to orange soda Uh, well it's not cocaine not cocaine but uh, but yeah I mean he he definitely loves his orange soda I mean it was a whole episode where his entire organs turned orange
0: yeah Yeah. you know what I mean maybe it kind of represents like the idea of the Mm -hmm. idea of an unattainable thing you know like of wanting itself
4: I think it's the love it's something that he just he just loved and everything that you you love might not be good for you um (laughs) That was deep. Yeah. <laughs> so, um,
0: you're a pilgrim in unholy land, a Christian in a godless town.
4: Hey, man, look at my jacket. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what does it say? Look at
4: my jacket, brother. Not today, Satan. Not That's a, a famous
0: quote by a drag queen. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you've talked about this, about like, mm-hmm. you know, you were a, a, a childhood star. That's got to yeah. fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, it's got to be I don't think we should let kids do this, but being religious and being spiritual help get you through it.
4: Um, Yeah. I mean, it's a journey, man, you know, uh, through all, all of it. You know what I mean? And I think I feel like when you're doing anything, you know, uh, within this this business or just in life. You know, uh, it's a journey of ups and downs, and it's a journey of finding yourself, and uh, you know, everybody deals with it. You know what I mean? We all go through our own problems, and we all go through our own issues and things like that, but we got to be able to uh, come out of that. You know what I mean? And so, it might be somebody right here going through something, right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's why I always try to spread love. That's what it's about. Spread think- love. Yeah. Do you think any kid is equipped? Mm-hmm.
0: Is there is, it, is there any kid that, and any, any kind of support structure around a kid
1: uh-huh.
0: that can make it being famous at a young age, uh-huh. something that doesn't have long-lasting negative effects? What do you think?
4: Um, definitely. I think it's important that we as fellow actors that have been through it, that we – um, reach back and tell them how to navigate through all of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Because uh, I did that when we brought the reboot of all that. When we did that when we brought the reboot back, uh, I wanted to make sure that I talked to all the kids and yeah. so uh, the new cast members and I told them, I said, hey, this thing, this show is not the thing that makes you special. You were special when you were knitted in the womb when God made you. You were special and this is just a job and there's going to be other things that you're going to be doing and it's been awesome and I even had my parents fly out and I had them talk to the other parents which were super awesome, and uh, after that, uh, the kids have been doing amazing things. Like even working after all that reboot ended, they're still doing beautiful things. And yeah, it's about supporting and showing love. All right. Yeah. It's about love, man. Okay, and I feel that. Stop being so cynical. <laughs> I'm not cynical. Come on, show smash, smile everybody I, right I, now. Show smash.
0: This is He'll I am. Like, Look, s- kid, let me tell the something. Listen, Cal. <laughs> I'm a serious person with very important questions. Yes, okay. What do you look for in a burger? <laughs> hey, wait. Yeah. Before we get to that, and it is yeah. an important question. Did yeah, you know oh. what this show was?
4: I listened to it on the way, way here. You didn't know what it was.
0: You uh, didn't know yes, yes, what it was. No,
4: I did. I <laughs> on the way I, here, enjoyed, it. I sure. enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I was in, I was in, I was like, man, this is, what? This dude is good. This is good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, and then we're going to put that on the poster. What? Question mark? This kid's good. Hey,
4: man. I was rolling down the window. Oh, okay. What do you look for in a burger? Okay. Um, I make burgers, too. I'm from Chicago. Shout out to Chicago. Hey! Come on, right there. Um, So, you know, you you smoke a burger, make it real good, barbecue. You got to make sure it has some fluffiness to it. You got to have a little bounce to it.
0: Gotta have some that has a bounce. That makes it
4: real good. It gotta have, be seasoned. It's gotta right, be seasoned. It's gotta right. be seasoned.
0: And a bounce. You
4: know what I mean? A Can't bounce miss the seasoning. seasoning. Yeah. So,
0: veggie burgers. Yes, veggie burgers. Where do you stand? Specifically, there's two paths. There's the illusion of meat or the embrace of it not being meat. The impossible beyond burger that's like, ha ha, you thought this was meat. Yeah. You fucking idiot. Or, or the, ha ha, you thought this was gonna be a burger
4: is beans. <laughs> Like I said, it's it, it comes down to the seasoning. Mm-hmm. That makes it good. Shout out to Beyond Meat. Cause uh I've worked with them and they pay very well. Oh. So shout out to them. Yes. <laughs> I like them. So shout out to them. We did the Beyond Orange Chicken. Oh. Yeah, get it? The orange hey, chicken yes. I liked orange. So I did a whole thing with Panda Express. It was it was awesome. Oh yeah. It was cool. Panda Beyond Beyond, beyond orange, chicken, orange chicken, and you for had to walk Panda in and say it like that. Like wow! You had to say beyond orange chicken. Wow! Yeah, you ever had beyond orange chicken? Uh, I've had a lot
0: of Panda Express orange chicken. I can't say that I've had. I've gone beyond. You yet. gotta try
4: to go beyond. I'll man. go beyond. Go listen, beyond, listen, bro. listen. Here's the thing about okay. Panda
0: Express. I trust them. You guys
4: them. see us? We're behind them. It's like we're hiding behind I can the trust. <laughs>
0: here's, a, here's the thing about Panda Express. Here's the thing about Panda Express. They okay. know what they're doing. Yes. Thank you so much, Kelp. <laughs> Now it's time for a segment we're calling Berg Burger Burgist. Jesus. Burg Burgist burger? burger. Just bur- like Burn, Burg burgers, bur- No, just Burg Burger Burgist. Like burg, bur- like okay. like a burg, Then you go Burger. Okay. And Burgist. Oh, I see thing. it.
4: Oh, okay. I'm up there too. That looks. You so are. Good. You're in it. And
0: and to help us. Yeah. Uh, producer Kendra is gonna is gonna come out in oh Ooh, Look at that shirt. Whoa. Come on,
4: Kendra. Pe- in her,
0: oh, that. Kendra. Uh, Okay. Uh, Kendra, uh, thank you for bringing out the burgers. And Kendra, (laughs) uh, you were very excited about about Kel being here.
3: I was. I was extremely excited.
0: And Kendra doesn't get excited. That's not like a mode that she has. Any secrets you want to divulge before Cat Williams does another uh, (laughs) interview?
4: This show goes here and in an extreme. Like, can you? I, if you don't want can you name all of Nick Cannon's children? I love them all. Shout out to the, to, to my niece's nephew. That's the hummus. That's, that's my heart. I'm out. Shout Kendra out to everybody. Shout out to all the babies. All right. I love all them babies. Okay. My- Income. All right. Now,
0: it's time. Kel, here's how it works. Okay. Here's Did how it works. You just
4: throw a card, Yeah. Oh, okay. Here's oh, how it works. Okay.
0: We each have five burgers in front of us. We Damn. each have half of five burgers in front of us. Okay. Because of budget cuts. Oh, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> we, <okay>. will,
4: <laughs> we will try to
0: blind rank them as we go. So here's, okay. and this was my idea for the record. Okay. Because good burger. Yes. Burgers. That was it. That's it. <laughs> All right.
4: That was dope. I like that.
0: You because know. I like burgers. I'm like America's Wimpy. Remember Wimpy from Popeye? You know, I'll pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Okay. My references are topical, <laughs> timely. We don't have a photo of Wimpy.
4: I, I saw yeah. you turn around. I was that's like, me. where's there Wimpy? Go. That's Whoa, me. Whoa, you went back on that's that. Me. That's my favorite. Yeah. That's before the 90s. Some topical, topical <laughs> references. All right. Some old guy in the back, hey, Wimpy. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: yeah, that's exactly right. So here's how it works. <laughs> okay. We have five we have five burgers. <laughs> okay. And no information about them whatsoever. Oh, I see. This is a card that says what they are. Should I, know I open a lot it about first burgers, or rank man. them first? Yeah. Okay. Okay, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay, so so we're gonna start with this one right in front of us. Did you, okay. Let's just, we're gonna take a bite, and then we have to blind rank in from one to five. Here, you wanna get the other half of this guy? Oh, boy. That's, That's a little
4: a, rare. Yes. I gotta blind rank it? Yeah, so we're
0: gonna rank it from one to five, but we're not gonna get the, we're gonna have to just decide how, based on how this is. All cooked medium.
4: All cooked medium. Okay. I thought I was gonna be blind when you said blind. <laughs> I thought they was putting something, okay. All right. Mm hmm. Mm What do you think? Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, I agree. I got, no. So now the only mm. question I... I yeah, mm. that sucks. <laughs> it's just not good, right?
4: No, that wasn't...
0: Bun bad, burger bad, not a fan. I'm one just season, not a fan. Wasn't Wasn't good. Mm-hmm. It's a miss. Okay. It's a miss. So okay, that... Uh, <laughs> sorry to the, <laughs> the people of... Oh, wait. We should rank it first. <laughs> hey.
4: Wait, are these actual restaurants? You yeah, know? of course. <laughs> we don't talk about the people. That's, that's Okay, all right. We'll bleep, we'll, we'll bleep what it. What are they're playing this at... Right now, and they're just. You think this is like, what's?
0: You think that at the restaurant they're like, "Oh, every, Pete, come into our restaurant and listen to our political comedy podcast <laughs> while you eat these fucking B minus burgers." Hey. All right, cool. Okay. What do you think? We got to decide. where do you think it ranks? It's gonna We have five burgers. That's oh. a four, from I know. I want. Do you want to leave space for a five, or do you want to make that five and hope this everything's better? Five, All right, that's yeah. a four. We're calling it a four, and that was. <laughs> sorry, everybody. <laughs> okay. All
1: right. Next up. Next up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> All right, next up. What's that? I don't know. We're going to find out together. Where'd you guys go. I don't <laughs> know. Oof. That's an uh, mm. You
4: guys got this at like 12 in the afternoon. They <laughs> no, they got no they they
0: arrived here. They were they're fresh. They're fresh. are sweating. <laughs> hey, what's your favorite Look at part? This bread. <laughs> Listen, here's the thing. Oh, if you get oh, food God. poisoning from this, you'll know it was worth it because because it's a podcast. Okay. All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> mm,
0: that's better.
4: Oh. Yeah. Oh, that one was pretty good. What was do you think? Amazing. What do you think? Was that, but that was amazing. I think maybe like, like, what uh, do you think?
0: Two or three. What do you I, I, think? Two? Let's put it up. With, the, the, two. The, 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 two. We got
4: more, so let's put the, it up around two. Yeah. Two. That yeah, was yeah. two. And yeah. it was,
0: it says here it was the Billionaire Burger Boys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, nice. Got you. Don't worry about that. Don't shout worry about to, that. Shout out to the homies. Shout out to the Billionaire Burger okay. Boys okay. doing great work every day. Yeah. Okay. Next yes. up. <laughs> Next up, we have this burger.
4: Okay. <laughs>
0: oh. There's your you good. Why get... did you
4: give them all cold though? What all, it, what, they Y'all don't have a microwave in the theater. <laughs> this it, one's a little warmer
0: actually.
4: What? Oh yeah, really? Like a microwave burger? You said that's Ooh. worse. Okay. Mm, yeah. This, is, this one's this one's a little wet. Somebody had about brought a grill. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Where's it from? Let me pause it. Where's it from? No, nah, man. I don't, I don't know about this one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> no, nah, this ain't I, it. I, it says no. it's from, I'm going to say, what do you think? Why three? are y'all saying the names? That's so wrong. Well, what do you think? <laughs> I don't hey. want them to be like the Burger Man said that what the you, burger wasn't good. What do you think is going to happen to you? The Burger
0: Mafia is going no to come to your house. The
4: people. I love the. I love the, I love the Burger. And people. you know what? If
0: you love someone, you got to give them yeah. honest feedback. Otherwise, it's uh, yeah. what's that called? What's that called? You don't tell somebody and then uh, uh, um, ruinous, ruinous empathy. I learned that from a business book. <laughs> All right. That <laughs> was <Well, laughs> deep. Ruinous. And it's been working. <laughs> it's not like an album. Cover. I think okay. maybe three, hoping that something here. Mm, that might be the worst one. Yeah, yeah. That's a five. That's Sorry. Five. That's a. F- All right. It man, a it was vegan. Well, it shows. <laughs> shout out uh, to. The,
4: shout out, don't do that. Shout out to. <laughs> shout out to the vegans, man. Shout, shout out, out to. The, I got. You know what I'm saying? Eat right Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs>
4: What's Sorry, that one? I'll hand
0: you this burger up on your high horse. All
1: right. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's this just one? joy, man?
0: <laughs> Spread a little all right, cheer. All right, all right, What's all right. That I don't know. Okay, I don't okay. know. We're gonna, this, ooh, this one. This one. They're not messing around with any uh, okay, fix hands here, here, yeah. here. boom. Okay, all right. Boom. Okay. I like the. I like the feel of this bun.
4: It's got some sauce. I know a little something about sauce. Good sauce. Oh, um, well, I like this one. You like that
0: one? I do. It's cold, but I like
4: it. <laughs> yeah, it's cold. I'm it?
0: imagining it hot, and I think I would
3: like it. I'm imagining it.
4: <laughs> I think three. I think three on our list. Uh, okay, because we got one more. We got one more. Let's go three. I will go three. I'm three, because that, that's from... Oh, yeah, man. I don't hmm. know about them. We got one more. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Presentation. This one... This one... Ooh. A little rock solid. Yeah, rock solid. <laughs> That's going to stay in you. It ain't going to come out. But <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> no, it's okay. No, it's good. It's an important point. Uh-huh. All right.
4: What do you say? What do you say?
0: <laughs> I like this, actually. That's,
4: I mean, yeah. That's a right. I mean, yeah.
0: I mean, we have no choice but to make it number one.
4: What's the place wrong? What's wrong?
0: Cassell's.
4: Cassell's. Okay. Cassell's. Cassell's. Okay. So Cassell's and... Billionaire Burger Boys Let's go Yeah, yeah man. Here's the thing
0: <laughs>
4: And uh, that's
0: our rankings Of these Here's the thing Here's the thing Yeah There's not a lot of podcasts That have had Katie <laughs> Look here's the thing Sometimes you turn on this show And Katie Porter's talking About the economy Sometimes we make Kel Mitchell eat Five room temperature Hamburgers <laughs> Room temperature <burgers.
4: laughs>
0: And that's room the cool thing About it right. That's the cool thing About this program Come on uh, it's and fun. Again, it's and you, fun. And you didn't know what this was. I did. Uh, no, and, I did. No, on your... way listened to you, it on, on the, the way, way, way in. <laughs> but fine. It's a great show. And it's a great show oh, yeah, that you on. listened to on the way here. Had a great time. A lot of traffic. A lot of a traffic. Time. So you got through a fair amount of the episode. Probably, what, 1.5 speed? Okay, so... <laughs> From that, <laughs> I didn't turn it off. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, "Let me
4: get to this game."
0: Yeah, like me- <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the longer it went on, the more like, "This is fucking weird." I got to listen to more of this. What am I get? What did they sign me up for? All right.
4: Okay. And everybody's a winner. And that's everybody. The best, here's the thing about it: is, thing is everybody's a winner. It. Top five, bitch. Uh, Cal, <laughs> you've been such
0: a great sport. Thanks for being here. Good for Burger sure. Two out now on Paramount Plus. We come back. Was she in this? <laughs> Welcome to the stage, America's Evil Hex girlfriend. It's Melora Harden. <laughs> Come on out. Thank you for being here. Please welcome, thank welcome, hi, thank hi, you, hi.
6: Okay, look at your beautiful yellow tennis shoes. Now, I have green tennis shoes in the back. I probably should have worn them if I'd known you were wearing yellow or orange. Those are orange, those aren't yellow. I think it's
0: more of like a mustard, yeah. maybe an ochre. What color is ochre? I learned no, it from Bob. No, ochre's
6: green. Okay. Those are definitely, ochre's definitely green? orange. Those are definitely orange, okay, yeah. Okay, I don't know about, I learned. No, i are both my, colorblind, obviously.
0: Remember my Bob, remember my Bob Ross. <laughs> did you ever, do you watch Bob Ross? No. Oh.
6: Who's Bob Ross?
0: Bob Ross was the painter.
6: Oh, yes, uh, yes. Of course. Well, yeah. I was raised in the 70s, so we all, anyone raised in the 70s saw Bob Ross.
0: I really liked him. It was very soothing.
6: He was very soothing.
0: I would also watch Martha Stewart as a, as a little kid. Mm. And then when she went to jail, it ruined it for me.
6: Yeah. Because she was perfect
0: till then. And she then was. Less so.
6: She's not, though, I don't think, in real life. No,
0: I know, but I didn't know that at the time.
6: No. It, well, was
0: a, it was a fantasy, although I turned it off when there were animal segments. You believe the TV. I do believe the TV. Yeah. It's the only thing we can trust. I agree. <laughs> Speaking of television, you were you Michael Scott's extremely problematic former lover in The Office. Was I? I believe. Uh, is it strange knowing that America relaxes to watching you torture him? No. It doesn't? You don't... It's not...
6: It's fabulous.
0: You like it? Sure. How oh, cool. <laughs> what do you? What's your comfort watch?
6: Um, right now, I'm watching The Bear.
0: <gasps> oh, The Bear.
6: Yeah, I've only seen two episodes, but I think it's great. Yeah. It's really good. Just because my two daughters think it's amazing, and they think Jeremy Allen White is hot.
0: Oh, do people find him handsome? I didn't think about it.
6: I know. It's funny. <laughs> 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 Have you seen his Calvin Klein ad?
0: Yes, Chef. Nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was your? Who was your favorite office cast member to work with?
6: Mm, Phyllis. I mean, obvi- well, obviously Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because because I did everything with him. Um, yeah, he he was great. Um, Rain is amazing. Friend um, of the show. I did very little with Rain, but I do love him. Um, I God, I mean, they're. I mean, really, they're all great. They're all great to, to, to do, to do anything with on, on camera. They're, they're fabulous, really an incredible cast, but yes, Phyllis, you know, do you know Phyllis's story? Has she been on the show? No. Okay. Phyllis has a great story. Phyllis was the casting associate with Allison Jones who cast the office and, uh, Greg Daniels was like, why don't you play Phyllis? She was just reading opposite actors and she was so good at it that literally that was it she's, she's been a casting she's never was an actor never an actor before before the office wow so she's like real she's like a that real cool. person I'm just an actor she's like a real person
0: she's a real person you're just, you're an
6: actor I'm just an actor
0: I didn't know that I thought <laughs> I'm learning okay so now you've got an IMDB page so long you've been in so many things all yeah. right you've been in so many things <laughs> do you know how many things you've been in
6: I don't know exactly how many, but I did, I did start acting professionally five decades ago. That,
0: which is wild. I saw that. I'm not joking. No, it's real. It was like, you're going to like, (laughs) it was like, it was literally in the 1970s. You the late seventies. You started acting.
6: Uh, yeah. Well, we started getting cat. uh, You were, yeah, it was the, er well, was it the late? I don't know. I was six years old and I was born in 1967. So what is that? I
0: can't do math. (laughs) Yeah, it's the... 8, 69, 70,
6: 71, 72, 73, 1973 was eight, my first job.
0: So that's a long time ago. Which is
6: which is why I know Bob Ross.
0: Yeah. Probably saw him at some of those fancy parties. Uh, so you were, you were a child actor? Yes, I was. How'd that go? <laughs> Cal Mitchell was a child actor. Was he? Yeah.
6: Was when he, did he start? How old was he?
0: Young. <laughs> was... Was it the kind of thing where you had this like, unstoppable desire to perform or did your parents want a boat?
6: Yeah. No, both my parents are actors. Oh. And I tugged on their sleeve because their commercial agent were like, was... Because see, back in the 70s people, before the internet, before cell phones, you had to actually take your 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 resume and your your headshot, which was like a pile this big, to your agents. And you had to plop it on their desk, your new headshots. And and I went with my parents when they when they did that with their commercial agent. And the commercial agent turned to me and went, Wow, you're cute. Don't you want to do what mom and dad does? And I went, huh, I can do what mom and dad does. I was like, yes, definitely I do. And then I bugged them and bugged them and bugged them. And they were like, oh my God. All right. We'll let her go on 10 auditions. If she doesn't get anything, we'll ease her out of it. And I got the first thing I went on. Wow! So that was that. That's cool. Yeah, I'm just weird. I'm just the bumper sticker born to perform or something. Yeah, I think so.
0: Just it, it was in but you. My
6: parents are amazing. So you know, I think really, if you're a child actor and you have shitty parents, it's a terrible experience. If you have great parents, it's a great experience. And my parents were fucking amazing. So I
0: would say probably that's just childhood, right? <laughs> you just <laughs> you know good. what I'm saying very good when you very think about good. it yes
6: let's give him applause for that it was a very good comeback yes. now oh, that was good uh, I like that one
0: <laughs> and so and on that note it's time for a beloved love it or leave it segment Recall, was I in this
6: okay. here's right. how it works oh I like that you picture. and
0: I will alternate asking audience members if okay. you're in a particular project oh. some of our prompts are true some of our prompts are false okay. all of our prompts are amazing because they involve you <laughs> Are you ready?
6: Uh, I think so. I don't really know how to play, but I'll do my best.
0: And are you in the audience ready? <laughs> Raise your hand and, and Brian will come and ask you a question. Do you want to kick us off? Okay. You, who's Questions out there? For
6: Melora to read, it says.
0: Hi, what's your name? Pam. Pam. Melora has a question for you.
6: Hi, Pam. Hi. I played magazine editor Jacqueline Carlyle on woo! The Bold Type, true or false? I'm hearing a woo, so yes. <laughs> true. Very good. <laughs> All right,
0: let's go to somebody else. Melora played Maureen in the adequately rated 2008 Katherine Heigl rom-com 27 Dresses. True. Correct.
1: <laughs> 27 Dresses. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs>
0: um, that was the heyday of a movie where people really had three jobs, uh, baker, magazine editor, or spy. <laughs>
6: Right, uh, you're right. That was that's history. Yeah, that was good. And you know that the here's a little tidbit about that, which is that um, James Marsden played opposite Catherine Heigl in that, and um, he's really cute, very handsome. <laughs> um, anyway, he's also just a really nice person, really down to earth. Really liked him a lot. And um and the the director Anne like looked at me when I walked on set and looked at him, and we were just enjoying each other so much because he's really nice and down to earth, and <laughs> I'm really nice and down to earth. So. <laughs> We had a good time. And um, and she basically looked at me and looked at him and she was like, can we like do something? Can we like make her hair look worse? Or can we like do something with her makeup? Because I'm worried that it's going to look like you two or, or, or you too know, much like chemistry? Attra- too much chemistry. Yeah. We, you had we, too
0: much. Here's we had the too thing. much chemistry. We In Hollywood, that can be a huge problem.
6: It's a problem. <laughs> you
0: had too much. You were just radiating yeah. charisma personally. Yeah. and tension interpersonally we with James. We just liked each
6: other, like, really, like, in real life. We just thought we were nice people. So
0: they were like, they're like, hey, can we uh, yeah. fly in some dowdiness? Can we? <laughs>
6: right, yeah. Can we, like, take, take we- her down a notch? Yeah. Which I've can we heard, get a, I've heard get that a-, a lot in my career, by the way. Like, <laughs> you have? Can people you just to- take it down a notch? Yeah, I've hey, heard it's, that a lot.
0: it's too hot.
6: <laughs> Good like that. Okay, I portrayed Monk's beloved late wife, Trudy Monk, on Monk. True. True and oh boy, that's a lot of monks. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I saw that. I didn't know what it meant either. I don't
6: know what that means. I think it's just Trudy Monk on Rife with Trudy played Monk's beloved late wife on Trudy Monk on Monk. That Monk on what, Monk. That's what that's what that was about. So yeah. he was a detective. Yeah, he was. Mm. You see? Yeah, it's back to your what you said before. Yeah, that mm-hmm.
0: was what, right. Uh, who's up next? I can't see. All right, can we bring the lights up? Actually, that way, then we can oh, see. Oh, that that's my bad. Great. Maybe not. Can't see. Hi. Okay. <laughs> she played. She appeared on Law and Order SVU as a feminist lawyer turned cult leader.
6: Ooh. I'm going to say true.
0: No, no. How did you dodge? How did you dodge SVU? It seems like it should have gotten on that IMBD somehow. You You don't think so. Yeah. How'd you miss it? I don't know. You should have been like some kind of a murderer or something. I know. know. Or maybe somebody wiping down a countertop and then it turns out, oh, it's in the back. Mm, The badness.
6: Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I have played women that look like one thing, but they're really a bad person.
0: Well, you were on the CSI once.
6: I was. But not an SVU. Isn't that one of the questions? No. No, okay.
0: it's a, that was a, a little fun fact after the one I just
6: asked. Okay.
0: And now we had the fun, and now it's Europe. up.
6: I portrayed Principal Jane Masterson in the underrated Jennifer Garner film Thirteen Going on Thirty.
7: Definitely underrated and true. Wow, you know
6: you're almost you're right, <sighs> you're and, you're right, and, you're you're right and you're wrong. You're
7: right and you're wrong. You're
6: right and you're wrong because I did play. Jane Masterson, but that was not in Jennifer Garner's uh, 13 Going on 30. That was the underrated Matthew Perry, Zach Efron vehicle, 17 again. I'm not sure that was underrated. I think people liked that movie. I think
0: people loved it at the time. And yet still, I like the genre of, of Jersey. remember that George Burns movie, Uh, 18 again? I love a movie where an old person gets to be in a young body for a while and they have a good time. They always wish they were to go back, but I don't think they would he did
6: and we did 17 again yeah okay i came up with that title i just want to tell you that.
0: <laughs> and it was really good no
6: i'm actually not kidding huh i came up with 17 again you did because it was called
0: it was called uh maybe he gets young maybe no, not
6: it was called like it was called like like uh, what was it called oh
0: oopsie doopsie wish mistake
6: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, is that it i, I think that's what that. it was called but anyway whatever it was called
0: you said I want to call it seventeen again.
6: Uh, I mean, this is going to drive me insane. Yeah, it's going to drive me a little insane. So well, if you think of like it, shout it out it later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'll do.
0: Hmm. Melora voiced Janet the lioness in the 2011 Kevin James animal comedy Zookeeper. No one's raising their hand, <laughs> so I'm going to say true. No, it was Damn false. It, it was share. <laughs> Just but put you know
6: what? I really want to do, I really, really want to do an animated voice. Well,
0: sure. You sit in the booth for an hour and you got to pay a bunch of money. Exactly.
6: And I'm, <laughs> and I'm also a singer. Like I want to sing. You can I want to do one of the little animal voices and oh my God. Yeah. What the hell? Why won't they? Well, I don't know. Why won't they cast me in that?
0: I don't know this will fucking town. Somebody, this fucking town. Will you
6: tell somebody? Hollywood, you know. <laughs> will you make someone do that?
0: I would love to. I I'll call. I mean, they're not. Really, you know, I, I'll call good. Hollywood.
6: It's just not good.
0: I'll bring I'll bring it up at the next cabal meeting.
6: Would you? Thank you. That would be awesome, <laughs> fellow
0: Jews. There's been another request. <laughs>
6: I have an uncredited voice role in the video game Leisure Suit Larry Reloaded. No. <laughs> yes, I do. Why is it uncredited? I sing. Well, I sing in it. I don't know why it's not. Why didn't you know. get the credit? Yeah, it should be credited. There it is. There's the photo. I'm singing in it. That's my... Yeah. Oh, that, but wait. Oh, you should see my cartoon, though. I'm a really pretty like, cartoon character in this video game. She's, like, really hot. That's cool. And I sing a song. I sing a whole, like, it's a very sexy, very fun song. It was fun. I had a good time. That was my, that was my, that was my friend who, who did that. Austin Wintry, he, he, he did all the music for it and he had, he had been a fan cause I sang two songs in the Rocketeer, which are on, which are on the, the soundtrack. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm ruining one of these questions. Um, but, uh. You can't but, ruin this.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it.
6: Okay, good. It's already ruined. Yeah, it's it, fine. It's just ruined. What's going to happen? Yeah, exactly. What's going to happen? Yeah. They yeah.
0: can't. Send me to podcast jail again. Exactly. Double jeopardy. <laughs> yeah.
6: So, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so that was good. Hey, can I ask you something? Yeah.
0: Remember Alf?
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me too. Okay. What else? Is it me? Am I supposed to go now? You want to do one more? I have an under, uh no, I already did that already. I played Hillary, Monica's black light loving co-worker on Friends in the episode, the one with Ross's teeth. Betsy? True. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> but I did, I did do an episode of Friends. I played <gasps> Celia in the Dirty Talking Insect Scientist who gets attacked by Marcel the monkey in The One with the Stoned Guy. That's the episode. It was wow. called The One with the Stoned Guy. And
0: 40 million people watched and that. that
6: and, <laughs> <laughs> And that was with David Schwimmer who is uh, has been a friend of mine since I was 17. So that was just funny for us.
0: That's cool. <laughs> and now you're in you're in you're in a, a peacock. Is it a movie? It's a movie. Mr. Monk's Last Case. Yeah, it's a movie. Monk,
6: Mm -hmm. you're back. After 15 years of being off the air, they did a movie. It's called Monk's Last Case. But it's getting so many accolades, I think it's not going to be his last case. Isn't
0: that amazing? Isn't that amazing? They keep knocking on Monk's door and saying, hey, freak, help.
6: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And he does. He does. And you're you're a ghost in it. I've always been a ghost and I always will. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That must
0: Because then you can just, they can just, it, they can just shoot you conveniently.
6: That's right. Because
0: you're just kind of wherever you need to be. But see,
6: I'm not, that's not the kind of ghost I am. Oh. Like you can't, you can't kill me. You don't want to kill me, you know. I mean, I did get to play, I did get to play a woman, an actress impersonating Trudy Monk at the very end of the series, in the last season of the series and that was super fun and I actually got like I wore these green contacts so that my eyes were a different color so I was alive in one episode that's cool yeah which was which was alive was living it was good it felt real and everything
0: yeah yeah and you're like what's my motivation being alive
6: yeah just just being alive and having green eyes so and, it was like that
0: and you went method with it that fed me you've been method with it ever since you've been playing an yeah. alive person ever since I have and you have a movie, Golden Vanity.
6: I do. And that is a, that's a crazy little weird little movie that no one can see quite yet. But oh. I really hope you can because- That's, it's, the,
0: that's the most important thing about it, yeah, is making I mean, sure people see it.
6: Yeah. No, it really is important. Uh, we've been taking it to film festivals. It's been winning everything. Thank you very much. It's the first one-woman movie ever, as far as we know. There's some one-man movies, but this is the first one-woman movie um, ever made. Really? As far as we know. That's cool. Unless somebody wants to dispute that. Um, But as far as I know, and as far as the filmmakers know, in any case, it's, it's really, really, really cool. It's about a fictitious movie star, a la kind of Judy Garland, Elizabeth Taylor, uh on her way down who is you know coming from the the golden movie awards and uh decides on a very dramatic night of her life to record her life story and finally set the record straight so i hope you guys will look for it 2024 is about selling the movie 2023 was about getting it into festivals which we did and we succeeded and so i'm very happy about that and 2024 is about selling the movie so it'll be somewhere on some streamer because it's Fucking well, great.
0: Based on how you describe it, it sounds like gay drugs to me.
6: Yeah, it's it is. No, it's an intense movie. It's funny, it's tragic, it's it's cool. pretty great.
0: Malora, thank you so much for being here. That was so much fun. You're so welcome. This thank was a you blast. When we come back, when we come back, Zoe and Scoob, we got ourselves a mystery.
6: Who doesn't want to do that?
0: That was so great. Thank you.
3: Don't go anywhere. This Thanks, is love it or leave it, and there's more on the way.
0: Love It or Leave It is brought to you by WikiHole on Wondery. Do you know when Crystal Pepsi was discontinued, what was in Al Capone's vault, or which famous meteorologist is Lenny Kravitz's second cousin? If not, then you haven't spent enough time on Wikipedia, but that's okay, because you can learn all about it on the new podcast WikiHole from Smartless Media. Discover the craziest rabbit holes on Wikipedia with host Darcy Carton and her favorite comedian friends as they bring the cyber frontier directly to your tympanic membrane. We love Darcy.
1: Love Darcy.
0: And if you listen to WikiHole, you learn that is the science-y term for eardrum. WikiHole is a hyperlink roller coaster, starting out on one Wikipedia page and then going from link to link to link, careening through trivia, oddities, and unexpected connections until everyone wonders, how the hell did we get here? Follow WikiHole on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to WikiHole ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Love It or Leave It is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. The experts at fast-growing trees curate thousands of plants for all climates, locations, and needs. Available 24-7, you can talk to a plant expert about your soil type, landscape designs, and how best to take care of your plants. The point is, I may not have a green thumb, but that's why fast-growing trees is perfect for me, because it makes it so easy. Right now they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants and listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code love it at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code love it at checkout fastgrowingtrees.com code love it. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions apply. Love it or leave it is brought to you by Burrow. This time of year, your entertainment options can feel a bit limited. Whether you're trying to avoid icy temps outside or just finally relaxing after a hectic holiday season, one of the best ways to spend an evening is having a good old fashioned movie night at home. To take your home theater experience to the next level, check out Burrow. Burroughs Opera Media Console is everything you've ever needed, built with your entertainment in mind. Its size for TVs ranging from 50 to 75 inches, it can house the largest soundbars, video game consoles, and internet routers no problem. The Opera Media Console features butterfly doors in front for maximum device access, while providing easy rear access to help you stow away all your cords. Hey, I love I
3: love easy rear access. I know you do. I know you do.
0: And like all of Burrow Furniture, it's incredibly easy to get in your home with a painless online shopping experience, simple assembly, and free shipping to your door. I, res- I The Opera Media Console is great. Check out Burrow's Opera Media Console and all their incredible furniture at burrow.com slash love it and get 15% off your Burrow order when you do. That's B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash love it for 15% off your Burrow purchase. Burrow.com slash love it. And We're back. Welcome to the stage. The Sherlock to my Watsons, the Cagney to my Lacey's, the whoever Jessica Fletcher was fucking that week to my Jessica Fletcher. <laughs> it's Jermaine Fowler and Natalie Rodder Layman. <laughs> Hi. Come on out here. Hey, gang. Watch out. There's a clear table. Oh, man. You got to go. Okay. I think. Oh, great. Hey. Come on around. Nice. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. Hey. Thanks, for yeah. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Hey, audience.
7: Hey. Hey.
0: Jermaine. Hey. Huh? You're in a new FX series, A Murder at the End of the World. I've watched the first episode. I loved it. Oh, shit. Sure. Question. One question. hmm no spoilers. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers. One thing I just didn't know while watching it, what's it about? <laughs> you know? Because uh. <laughs> it's really good, but what's it
1: about?
5: <laughs> uh, uh, this, this very rich guy, he um, invites all these very wealthy, creative minds to uh, this compound he's built um, to just kind of, you know, gloat a little bit yeah and just vibe out Uh uh uh-huh and then someone gets killed on the property (gasps) and uh they're stuck in iceland and they got to figure out who uh murdered someone at the end of the world whoa
0: hey natalie question yeah do you think that when they call it the end of the world did they mean physically in a remote place like iceland or is it a metaphor for like late stage capitalism Having seen it Thank or you not for seen asking. it.
7: <laughs> for me, yeah. it's, it's purely physical geography.
0: Oh, for you, it's just the geography. Yeah. No metaphor in it. Right. And that's correct.
5: Ding, ding. <laughs> Let's go. Where am I ding at? <laughs> <laughs> that's a,
0: a new segment we're calling Where Am I Ding At? Where am I ding at?
5: <laughs> um, Jermaine, do you like murder mystery shows? Oh, yes. I love them very. I don't like documentaries, though. I like the actual, like, miniseries. I want to be in and out. Uh, my partner, she watches these documentaries all the time, and they are scary. <laughs> the real ones are scary. But I love, like, um, Mayor of, uh, Mayor of e- Easttown. Easttown. Love that. Um, and uh, Murder in the World. Love that. And, yeah, you're in that um, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the new season but, of True Detective so far. That's pretty good, too.
0: Yeah. Hey, do you think that when you're in a murder mystery show, it's cool to be on set and be like, no, 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 no spoilers? Or do you have to like
5: be cool about it and just like act? Man. <laughs> Sometimes you got to fucking act, man. You just got to act through it, even though you know who's the killer. <laughs> you're just like, all right, me act it out, I guess, <laughs> It really sucks when you read all the scripts and you're like, Oh, do I gotta be here now? Like you don't have to be there no more because you read it. So like but that's why they hire you to you know. <laughs> Natalie, do you
0: ever have dreams where you kill someone and then you're trying to get rid of the body?
7: No. <laughs> I don't I don't have crazy shit like that. My dreams are good. They're normal. It's like <laughs> a lot of sex stuff and just <laughs> nice stuff
0: yeah that must be cool (laughs)
7: yeah it's great
0: have you ever committed a murder
7: nope no i don't do any crazy shit like that (laughs) keep it very good right sexual yeah Yeah. sexual nice sex just regular
0: (laughs) oh i can't lie my follow-up question (laughs) is not good because it's why did you do it (laughs) <laughs> but that was stupid because if you said no it's stupid
7: you never thought I would but that's exactly who should maybe I'm maybe, maybe you're lying yeah right because what would a murderer say <laughs> like right right
0: hey <laughs> hey Jermaine and Natalie <laughs> you're yeah as are you hey Natalie are hey. you a fan of mysteries
7: yeah, yeah oh yeah
0: Okay, great. Jermaine and Natalie, you're both fans of mysteries. <laughs> and as such, it makes sense for us to do this together. We have a number of everyday enigmas that we need your private eyes on this evening. Ooh! In a segment we're calling Mysteries of the Week.
5: <laughs> hell yeah that's too cute <laughs> my head fits that body but your head don't fit
7: that? No. no no you're your head's looking too at small. it wrong it, oh. I'm just way farther back than <laughs> you you're right you're right, you're you. right. Yeah.
5: Okay, my bad.
4: we this, saw that we mystery we need to like, pitch this next week <laughs> <laughs> this
7: is, we're taking this to Hollywood I, I
4: like it hey
0: you know <laughs> I feel like the magnifying glass it doesn't it so hard. make it doesn't make things that much bigger you know is there yeah. anything a magnifying
5: glass can do that looking can't do? You know, I had an uncle who had diabetes, so he lost his sight and he couldn't afford glasses. So he'd bring a magnifying glass <laughs> no around, around town and look at things. Oh, and the, the thugs in the neighborhood thought he was a detective, like an actual <laughs> detective.
4: They <laughs> <laughs> were like, hey! He's like, no, I got diabetes. I got diabetes.
5: <laughs> <laughs> All right, get out of here. <laughs> Did he ever solve anything? No, no. Not his diabetes. (laughs) I mean, he never solved diabetes. He didn't didn't solve that. He still got it.
0: That sucks. That sucks. Can't turn that thing around. Mm -mm, You know? Turn that magnifying glass on your um, sugar levels. (laughs) Hey, we found the culprit. (laughs) It's, It's a lack of insulin. All right. The first mystery this week Why was Michael Sarah carrying around so much lotion? The actor <laughs> was recently spotted hauling two gigantic bags of I Sarahv Cerev, No one knows know how, how it's it said. It. Yeah, right. I've never well, thought about it. Saravi I think it's V, based mm. on the graphic. He was carrying a giant bag of lotion down the street in Brooklyn. Uh, detectives solve this man of mystery. Uh, Natalie, I'll start with you. Why did he have so much lotion?
7: Like an ad.
0: Oh, you think it's just like you think it's a, like a, a brand partnership, like viral marketing. I
7: think so. I hate to say it, ruin all the fun. But at the end of the day, that guy's not buying his own lotion.
0: Oh, you think he's got people for that?
7: Yeah, I think he's got people for that. I think he probably has two two girls who just do lotion. <laughs> Not like him, specifically, yeah, no, yeah, you guys way. are being yeah. a lot, you know, I think at a certain tax bracket, you don't you don't get your own lotion. certainly not in bulk, <laughs> so I think Surave uh, unfortunately, we're playing exactly into their hands, <laughs> wow, <laughs> bet you need to get paid,
0: yeah, you know what this is a classic case of Kui Bono, follow the money, you know, yes, what do you? Th- <laughs> What do you think? Do you think that we're we're the victims of viral marketing? A guerrilla campaign, if you will? It's Michael Sarah. I think he's super aware of what he's doing. I
5: agree with you, you know. Thank you. Mm -hmm. That's because we're a detective team. We are a team, and that's what we (laughs) do. And it's an obvious answer, you know, he's jacking off, but like, no, it's just... (laughs) might have eczema on his dick I don't know like he just might well, it could be both it could, it, be, could be both could be. Right. I don't know but I think he's very aware of what he's doing What if if he, Sarah, you what know? if he knew it he would go viral Sarah, but he's yeah. just having fun and he's just <laughs> like I'm gonna do something right. real silly today hey I need a
0: little touch of dopamine
5: right. I, need a little, I need a little of that attention you know yeah I, I think he's bored and he, look at his beard like he grew a beard out and he's just I don't know trying to do something different he just might be right. super bored these days and...
7: maybe I think he's probably just ready for another house <laughs>
0: All right. well mystery solved next up (laughs) Uh, why was Madonna late to her concert in New York in December in a new lawsuit Michael Fellows and Jonathan Haddon two Madonna fans who desperately need to use their one wild and precious life better than this sued the singer for starting her December 13 concert at Brooklyn's Barclays Center over two hours late what was she doing during those two hours Jermaine I'll start with you
4: why me
5: Cause I' curious what you think. Oh man! Why do you think Madonna is two hours late? I'm worried about her. Honestly, like her face is all weird now and stuff. Yeah, it's tough. I think it's it tough. is. She does a lot of work with it, and I hope it's. I hope she wasn't in, <laughs> at the doctors. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like,
4: you think they're putting the finishing
5: touches on something? Her eyebrows. I don't know. <laughs> putting I, her I, face
7: together. Like, yeah, there I don't we go. She also.
5: She's a diva. I think that's that that era of like you know. um... You know, performer, like, you can be late to shows all the time. Two
0: hours late is so late. It is. You could watch, you could watch, like, Bottoms. You could. From beginning to end, but it's and Madonna. other short movies. It's
5: Madonna. Right. I like she '80s she, '80s, right? That's when she blew up. Yeah, she blew up in the 1980s. <laughs> she yeah, she blew up. Yeah, she blew up. <laughs> 80s, like, she's been around a long time. Diva, you know what I mean? Right. She can show up two hours late, and they probably still they, were they still at the show? The
0: I mean, they leave? did. Yes, well, they did attend the show See? because they said that they were stuck there till late night. They, they, that, that, that Madonna, the Madonna's late start left them stranded in the middle of the night, (laughs) and they had to deal with limited public transportation, (laughs) limited ride sharing, and/or increased public and private transportation costs.
1: What, That's what? they're
0: basically they're suing because they had to go home from Brooklyn late, <laughs>
7: because
0: you they had to what? wait a long time I for actually, the G train. Uh, d-
7: I get it. Like, think about this, okay? You, you are, you are like a huge Madonna fan. Your you, tickets were so expensive. I actually have a friend who went and to the show was with the lateness. This is my friend who sued? <laughs> I'm like, get, hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, but like, you're a huge Madonna fan. You. Give your money to her, and then you have to pay for like a two hundred dollar Uber back to Jersey. Like, I, I kind of understand if they can get money from her, they think they should. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but how much can they? How much pain and suffering can you claim for being two, for her being two right. hours late to Probably
7: a conference? Like I mean, it's also
5: uh, I don't know. Like, you're you're paying for Madonna. You know, you're not paying for like you know what is she really gonna do on stage? That's gonna. At, at this stage of her career, that's going to be mind blowing. Mind blowing. Right. For sure. So, like,
7: right. Two
5: hours late. She might have been asleep. <laughs> <laughs> she might have been napping. Literally. I think, like, but,
0: I do think it's like a right? Because like this is a big concert and you're two hours late to an event that is built entirely around you. Right. It's like there's a whole team of people yeah. that build the sets and get you there. Yeah. Why aren't you? What's happening in those two hours? Yeah. Like I get being 15, 20 minutes, even 30 minutes late. But an hour into the show, it's supposed to have started. Someone knocks on your door. You're like, I'll be ready in an hour. An hour? But Madonna.
7: Right. They came all this way. It must have been like, I don't know exactly how it works at this level of fame, but It, it must be like... Something goes wrong Little things are not Exactly how she wants Like Sure she looks bad Or like sure, Her thing is weird Or whatever And she just won't push Through a single thing well, <laughs> That's my guess I, Yeah I think also,
0: that's right Like she starts flipping out Over a little thing
7: Yeah like it, like
5: oh, How like, can I go on Under these conditions Yeah exactly It's, it's a lot of like, A lot of ego Deals with insecurity too So like I'm pretty right. sure She might like you know By me being late And showing the world mm. I still got it You know And I ain't gotta do Nothing you want me to right, do you know. Right. It might be some
7: of that It's too. a power play Yeah I
5: remember like the rock and uh vin diesel had that the issues d- with uh each other on set like they were uh like
7: who could be later they were
5: out diva each other yeah exactly no yeah joke. that's that uh, you know that's so funny. maybe she but she did that's that with fine. her audience maybe yeah. she
7: needs a rock she needs like a rock she needs someone to go against yeah she
0: needs a jason statham figure in her life yeah <laughs> to be like <laughs> you know like in those contracts like they're not allowed to they're both like there was this moment where like the Vin Diesel and The Rock and and all these people, their contracts say they can't lose a fight and they can't be punched. And so they have to build fights in which neither one of them either is punched or loses. (laughs) And it culminates in them kind of like, Simultaneously, their fists hitting someone else's fists,
1: hey, they Sloan. both are winners, you know,
0: because they can't, like, legally speaking, if Warner Brothers accidentally shows like Vin Diesel taking a punch, the studio has to shut down and there's no more Batman, you know, it's like that, which would suck because, like, we need Batman,
7: right? No, I, I know <laughs> the economy I, runs on it, You're right, of yeah. course. Yes. Whole, like, imagine it's we didn't democracy. have Batman, that's
0: it, no more Trump, more inflation, mm-hmm. more you know?
7: Trump, more inflation.
0: Batman will fix it. Yeah. Hey, so we solved that.
7: <laughs> next. Uh,
0: next. Um, oh, Please. here we go. Uh, why did Prince Harry and Meghan Markle attend the Bob Marley biopic Bob Marley One Love premiere? Are they huge fans or is it something to do uh, or is it just something to do with their time?
7: With their time? I actually saw this in the news That's kind of news that I read. And I really like her outfit, is something I thought. And I thought it's kind of ballerina core, which I know is kind of in. But I'm like, if I know about it, then it must be on the way out. But I saw this and I wondered, like, is there still a little bit of time for me to participate?
0: The trailer? there's always time. There's always time. Thank you. The trailer has one of my favorite. I like in a biopic. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah the, there's in a, bio,
0: in a biopic ad, there's always a moment where they give you the most transactional fucking life explanation for what the movie is. And this one has one of the most egregious examples in a trailer I've ever seen, which is they have a person lean forward and go, they just tried to kill you and now you're coming home to do a peace concert. <laughs>
1: Boom. You know? <laughs>
0: that part rules. It's like, oh, that's what this movie is about. They try to kill him, and then he comes back to do a peace concert.
5: Wow. Or, they, or they say the name of the title of the movie yeah. in the dialogue of the trailer. Yeah, one oh, love. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, oh the movie, hey, that's the movie title. Hey, yeah, yeah. But weren't they like uh, supposed to be like super private and stuff? I'm like, not sure. With, right. I don't know what
0: they're doing up there in Montecito, I don't know. getting having crumpets with Oprah and stuff. Which I think is cool.
5: Crumpets are delicious. Yeah, I like a crumpet. Mm -hmm.
0: And I like Oprah. Two great tastes that go great together. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, So maybe they just wanted to see the movie. All right, one more. Hmm, Which one should we do? Oh, let's do this one. Between Saltburn hosting SNL and being, from all reports, a hunk, Jacob Elordi is the talk of the town. Hey, is he great or just tall?
2: (laughs) That's my boy. He He's you great. oh you
0: like him He's of course. Awesome. He's a great a fucking dude. Unbelievable. <laughs> He's a great dude. He's a great dude. A great dude. Of course he is. Alone. Of course he is. You right. go through life being above everybody and handsome and symmetrical and pointy. Right. Must be nice. Right. It Must be better. Be fucking nice. You yeah. look like that. You should be grateful.
5: Did
7: he bully you? What happened? Yes. To you? Yeah,
5: yeah.
0: Yes. You know what? No. In a sense, he bullied right. me. Look at that. Look yeah. at this guy. Of course he bullied but me. He Wait, do, right? but this is
7: where you got to watch out because like. He's like twelve, <laughs> 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 and not in terms of like uh, like he can't handle it. I just mean like, you know, you have to send love to the very beautiful pointy people, or else you become a little
0: what? Huh? Grum. What do I become grumpy? Yeah. Oh wow. no! You think that might be happening to me?
7: I I no. Could, I, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> I see a path. I just think you stop it now, and you when you see someone like that looks like that, you just send them tons of love. I send Jacob Elordi as much love yeah, as I can Yeah, you know can. what? That's such Every an important day.
0: point. I send Jacob Elordi love. Me too. Yeah, I think
7: Miranda Kerr. Love.
0: Love. love. One love. <laughs> All right. Let's leave it there. Let's
5: leave it there. <laughs> exactly. This was, I think. I think. Ding, we, I got my yeah. ding. <laughs> Where's his ding? Where's his ding at? <laughs> <laughs> Guys,
0: give it up for Jermaine and Natalie. <laughs> Everybody should watch Jermaine in Murder at the End of the World on Hulu. It's awesome. And listen to Natalie's very funny podcast, Exploration Live. It's awesome, too. Huge fan, both of you. When we come back, it's time for the Snubbies. And we're back. This has been a long election year. Yep, because it's January. But we've got something to get you through it. our book, Democracy or Else is a useful, fully illustrated guide to getting involved and making a difference while keeping your sanity intact. Plus crooked is donating all the profits from the book to support vote, save America and organizing in 2024. So buy it, please. It's available on June 25th, but if you pre-order it now, you can help us get on the New York times bestseller list, which is important. (laughs) Crooked.com slash books or wherever books are sold. Also, uh, If you're curious little freaks, on Wednesday the 31st, I'll be on the Friends of the Pod Discord at 2.30 for an Ask Me Anything. If you're around, come join. Come sign up for Friends of the Pod. You guys signed up, right? It's great, right? (laughs) Head to to crooked.com slash friends. All right. And now please welcome Alora back and Kel back to the stage. Come on back out. Thank you guys. Come on over. All right. Wherever you want. Now it's time for the Snubbies. Here's how it works. The angry little elves that make this show are pissed that Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie were not honored for their contributions to Art and Commerce. And wanted to give our guests the opportunity to praise what we as a society have snubbed. This week on the Snubbies, we have smash hit sci-fi teen drama Kyle XY. Black licorice, fries on pizza, sitting in the shower, my flower arranging skills, live jazz, and producer Malcolm's gentle reminders. We have a snub wheel, but we're going to kick it off with Jermaine because he's got a flight. Hey, Jermaine, what do you think was snubbed? Do you Uh, remember what you
5: submitted? Well, there's a movie called When Evil Lurks. I oh. thought that got snubbed. I don't think anyone really saw it, but this is Argentinian horror movie that I thought was wonderful. I really, I really, and Godzilla minus one. Like those two movies were really They got good. snubbed? I, no one I voted for them. So That's I don't bullshit. know if it was a snub. Like, can you snub some that wasn't like even considered? I did that one too. <laughs> uh, moments like that too. Moments with your kids? Little moments with my kids. They get snubbed? Kids. Well, I, don't th- I think because people are so like, well, some parents are so like, you know, like they don't really appreciate a lot of the moments that are small to their kids, which are big to the kids, you know? Oh, yeah. So during the pandemic, like, I've been really, actually, like, really appreciative to hang out with my, my two kids during that time because they, j- I get to watch them grow without, like, leaving and going to work or, you know, going to go film or anything like that. So I, I don't know. I really like hanging out with them. That's very sweet. Yeah.
0: I think it's cool that in your mind you're like, oh, what are the two things that got snubbed? The love of a child and
5: Godzilla minus one. And I think that's important. Yeah. I took them to that movie and they were like, this definitely is going to get an Oscar. I said, shut up. (laughs) 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 Drain Fowler, everybody. You want to go? Oh, I got to go to LAX. Bye. I love y'all. Peace. (laughs)
0: Let's spin the wheel. It has landed on... Sitting in the shower. Natalie, I believe this is something that you feel is getting yeah, snubbed.
7: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically, you can just take a seat. <laughs> Wherever you are, you don't even have to be that sad. <laughs> just have a seat. if you're, Yeah, you can, you can just sit down right there. I like to do that. Uh, when I am sad, I find it's a very powerful physical manifestation performance of the sadness that almost takes it to completion, you know? You can leave it behind after because you've done something so physically pathetic. (laughs) And then when you're not sad, you know, sometimes you just need to chill. And I don't know, I don't, I've never really met a bathtub I trusted (laughs) to run a bath in. You know, I live in New York. It's not really like that there. You can't, you, you can't do that. You're
1: saying you can't have a bath
7: you, Is that what you're saying? I, I was saying, in the apartments I've seen in New York, like, I would not get in a bathtub. Like, I would not. You'd have to really, really want to take a bath. Like, more than you want to stay, like, healthy. <laughs> Or clean, right? <laughs> no, you'd have to hose down after the bath. Oh, <laughs> Thank man. you so much.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, wow. fantastic. Let's yeah. spin it again. <laughs> Next up on the Snubbies, fries on pizza. Kel, I think that this is something you believe has been getting snubbed.
4: Yeah, man. Because fries on pizza are really good. You ever had yeah. fries on pizza? Had pizza? I mm-hmm. I actually yeah. I have to say I don't think I have. No. Yeah, and I'm a I'm a fry gross. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta try it, man. Um, so you know, uh, life is full of unexpected toppings. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. So you sprinkle. But on? yeah,
4: but no, it's oh. uh, it's it's really. <laughs> I need to. <laughs> um, but no, it's uh, it's really good. I tried it out. And it's really nice, man. Yeah.
6: But what inspired you to try it? That's what I'm curious about.
4: Um. Yeah, they do it in Italy. Yes, they, uh, do it. Really? They, they do. Really? That's interesting. That's so. so. It's like a. It's a local sort of. <laughs> yeah. Like, like is it one of those things where? No, anything? they do. No, they do. Look it up. Look. <laughs> Maybe that. it's
0: like one of those things where, like, you know, there's like a dish that's only served in one small town. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, right. they only make that where cheese in that mountain, that mountain. Look it
4: up. It's a thing. Fries on pizza. What? Wow, the first thing I thought about fries on pizza, Italy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I
0: don't oh, yeah. lie, lady.
1: <laughs> well, I think it
0: sounds great. I think it sounds great. And
6: yeah, but, I'm going to get into it. that's why you tried it? Because the, you read that they did it in Italy? I have a friend from so Italy. Oh, it's the Pope.
4: They were like, hey. <laughs> they were like, fries on pizza. It's really, really good. And I said, whoa, really? And I tried it, and it was good.
6: What part of Italy and, did they come And from? I
4: just, I don't know. <laughs> but... The Dadakin, really they were here. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
6: when was, they it, told me. was it just cheese, <laughs> cheese and fries, or was it like pepperoni? You can, do, you can and... do seasoned
4: fries. You can do fries on pepperoni. You can do it on cheese. You okay. can do it, you know, garlic fries. Wow. You know. Put a little seasoning on it.
6: Okay.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Gotta have that seasoning.
6: Learn something new every day. You gonna try it? Uh, I'm gonna try it. Okay, let's go. I'm I'm, I'm totally gonna try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll try try most foods. The Snubbies. (laughs) The Snubbies.
0: Let's spin it again.
6: Fries on pizza. Okay, I like it. That's really good.
0: It has landed on my flower arranging skills. Shocker.
6: That it landed on mine. That's you. Wow.
0: So you think your flower rating skills are getting snubbed? Well. Ooh.
6: (laughs) I just think I'm really good at it. That's nice. You know, and I could, you know, I could, I don't know. I could like have a side career or something as a flower arranger. I could. But I yeah. don't. And probably because no one would hire me to do it. I don't well, know why. Well, not
0: with that attitude. sounds like you're snubbing yourself. Exactly. Yeah. That's
6: the problem. Well, the game. I oh wasn't my God. real clear on the game. That's nice. Uh, I wasn't clear on the rules of the game.
0: No, there's no. Wow. The thing about it is there's no rules.
6: I just know that it's something I've always loved. I even... Hmm. My husband always called me Petal as like his like pet name for me. Aww. And I know that's cute. Right. And then, and then he, you know, I, I actually, call, what, I don't know how you do, you buy the name. Like I thought I might have a, A flower store one day I have this fantasy I still have the fantasy of of having a flower store where you can have like a little stage where people can get up and do open mics and do and do like you know sing or do stand up or do poetry or or whatever and uh and then you know and and you remember Rita Flora in Los Angeles did anyone ever go to Rita Flora do you guys remember that no not one person in this audience went to Rita Flora wow Really? I, I did, on, but they it,
0: don't remember, so okay. can you tell them?
6: Okay. <laughs> okay. It was on La Brea and 6th, and, and you, you mm-hmm. could go into Rita Flora, and you could buy flowers, but you could also sit amongst the flowers, and you could order food, mm-hmm. and it was like sandwiches and coffee, and it was so it was so like a so deli and a florist. That's it was good. like a deli Too in, great the, thing, yeah. in and amongst the flowers. Yeah, I'll yeah. take a dozen roses and a romantic. chicken parm. It was very romantic. Yeah. The way I, I did it wasn't romantic, because
0: <laughs> I did chicken parm, <laughs> which is not romantic. No, it
7: wasn't you chicken parm. Chicken no. parm.
0: Chicken parm. I think chicken parm chicken is romantic. Parm I, what?
7: Yes. We could, I could do pizza parm for two.
6: with french fries <laughs> in See? the flower store. This has gone off the rails. Oh and we could have showers that people could sit in.
0: Oh
6: it would be good. We'd put it, we it all together, together <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and bring our kids and then appreciate their little moments. I, I got a question, though. Why I just, we I, don't I, just I just tied that all together. I don't know. I'm going to move over here. I just tied that all together
0: Let's spin it I one more time.
6: Snubs together. Okay, this is gonna be yours then, right? Probably. All right. <laughs> Probably. <laughs>
0: it is it is landed on producer Malcolm's gentle reminders. There is no message I'd like getting least. Oh, less. <laughs> <laughs> then in the morning on Love It or Leave It, Malcolm sending me a message that says, Reminder, I need your rant. <laughs> and I'm out of rants. All right. I've ranted about every single topic there is.
6: It's, I, I'm sorry, but I thought you said, Malcolm said, I need your rent. Uh, <laughs> I was a
1: little confused. Uh,
0: Malcolm, listen that's, the, listen, that's the thing. That's the funny thing about this show. Like, he is the producer of this show. He's also my landlord. And it leads oh. to these, like, kooky things where I'm like, where, hey, Malcolm, you didn't edit that video. And he's like, hey, you fucked up the fucking thing. Oh. You know, like the dryer or the something. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Hey, here's some things that I think were snubbed. The OA. The Florida Project. The film Cloud Atlas. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Cloud Atlas was good. You know what else was good? That movie where that guy played a wolf and Mila Kunis was in it. Wrap it up? Okay.
6: (laughs) One more thing for the other ancient people that might be sitting in the audience. Something that has been snubbed and is very, very sad to me is the Thomas guide. Oh, the Thomas guide. Yeah, I I agree <laughs> but tell them. Thank God you're old enough to know. What guide. a Thomas guide is. Uh-huh.
0: Do you remember but the book? There were
6: clearly a lot of people that know what a Thomas guide is. Oh in yeah. Here, so do you that remember the book Rick
0: Steves Europe through the back door? You
6: don't know what a Thomas guide is, do you? Look no. at her. She, she went, doesn't what? know what a Thomas Who is guide Thomas is. And what oh my God. God. Okay. For
0: the record, guide. I'm young. I don't know what it is. <laughs> 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 we gotta Whoa! wrap it up. We gotta wrap it up. Okay. Thomas <laughs> guide? We'll Google it. Was, <laughs> it
6: was before ways. That's all. Oh, it was like a map. It was how you got yourself around the city. Was it a map? It was, and you got it in your stocking. It was a map and a Christmas tree. Yeah, it was a map and a book. So an atlas.
0: There's a name for that. <laughs> so okay so you we atlases for sure yeah, yeah, for atlases, sure sure for sure i miss i miss them too and
6: dictionaries dictionaries too i miss uh, those
0: too. oh uh, yep and that's the snubbies hey when we come back we'll end on a high note <laughs> and now because we all need it here it is the high note
8: hi there love it This is Jaylene calling in from Fort Worth, Texas. My high note is that this Friday, the 25th, I'll be celebrating my three-year anniversary with the love of my life, John Anthony. He introduced me to the podcast on our first road trip together, and now I listen every Wednesday and Saturday on my way to work. Wish us luck, and thank you all so much for keeping us company during our endless commutes. Infiniti mas besitos, mi amor. I love it. That's my dog. <laughs> um, I have big news. My wife gave birth to our son last year, and this month I officially got to adopt him. Um, aside from the day he was born, it was the best day of our lives. Um, we're longtime fans, and in fact, the little man has already actually been to a show of yours. My wife was four months pregnant when we saw you guys in Philly. Um, so thanks so much for entertaining us every week and keep up the good fight. Hi, my name is Megan. I'm calling from San Diego. I am a longtime fan of Love It. And my high note is that um, my best friend from college had a really severe case of COVID last spring. And after she came off a later, she had a couple of days where she seemed to be on the mend. And then she came down with a freak full body paralysis. And at first they were saying after about a year, she could probably walk again. And then after a neurology appointment in August, they said that they actually couldn't determine the source of the problem. And they didn't know if she would ever walk again. But I got to go visit her right before Christmas, and I saw her stand assisted. And last week, she actually had the arm strength and mobility to hug her sister. So that's my high note that if you put your mind to it, you can really do anything.
9: I love it. My name is Lucas. I uh, am calling from Denver. Um, and my high note this week is your fantastic interview that you did with Rob Reiner and the awesome spotlight you put on his work to uh, expose Christian nationalism for what it really is, which is something that doesn't reflect uh, the reality of what the Christian faith is even a little bit. Um, it was so fun to hear you talk about Phil Vischer, the founder of Veggie VeggieTales. Uh, just a plug for his podcast, The Holy Post. Uh, I'm not sure how many people are in the Venn diagram of weekly love it or leave it listeners and Holy Post listeners, but... There are so many of us out there who are so grateful um, to be people of faith and to have voices like yours and like Rob's uh, lift up, um, telling stories of people who uh, can still truly embody the progressive values uh, that you do while trying to live faithfully um, in areas of their life. So, thank you. i love it. My name is Matt, and I'm calling from Tucson, Arizona. And I am calling with my high note for the week, and that is this past week, I turned... 19, I'm sorry, I got 19 years of sobriety this past week, and it was the first adult thing that I ever did for myself, and I'm really proud of myself, and I wanted people to know that there is help out there if you need it, and that I couldn't be happier. And if I can give a plug to uh, employment with local governments, we desperately need people Everyone's retiring. It's an incredible career path. I love working for the city that I work for. And, uh, again, thank you for everything that you, Producer Brian, Producer Kendra, and the Pod Save team does week after week for all of us. Thanks.
0: Thanks everybody who shared a high note tonight. If you want to leave us a message about something that gave you hope, call us at 323-538-2377. That is our show. Thank you so much to Jermaine Fowler, Malora Hardin, Kale Mitchell, Natalie rottel Lehman There are 282 days till the 2024 elections. Have a great night and have a great weekend. Yeah. If you're already doom scrolling, don't forget to follow us at Crooked Media on Instagram and Twitter. You can also find Love It Or Leave It on YouTube for access to your favorite segments and other exclusive content. And if you're as opinionated as we are, consider dropping us a review. Finally, you can join our Friends of the Pod subscription community for ad-free episodes, exclusive content, and a great discussion on Discord. Plus, it's a great way to get involved with Vote Save America. So sign up today at crooked.com/slash friends. Love It Or Leave It is a Crooked Media production. It is written and produced by me, John Lovett, and Lee Eisenberg. Kendra James is our executive producer. Brian Semmel is our producer and Malcolm Whitfield is our associate producer. Hallie Keeper is our head writer. Sarah Lazarus, Jocelyn Coffin, Peter Miller, Alan Pierre, Will Miles, and Mohamed Elshake are our writers. Evan Sutton is our editor. Kyle Seglin and Charlotte Landis provide audio support. On the Road, Vendelin von Schroeder is our tour manager. Steven Cologne is our audio engineer. And Milo Kim is our videographer. Our theme song is written and performed by SureSure. Sure. Thanks to our designers, Jesse McLean and Bernardo Serna for creating and running all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And to our digital producers, Zuri Irvin, David Toll, Mia Kelman, and Matt DeGroot for filming and editing video each week so you can. love it
6: leave it. As a chef and a restaurant owner, I'm as meticulous about my cookware as I am about my ingredients. That's why I love Made in Cookware. Each pan they make isn't just designed to perform, it's crafted to last. As a mom, I love that I can trust Made in. It's made from the world's finest materials so I can feel good about what I'm feeding my family. I'm Chef Brooke Williamson, and I use Made in Cookware. Remax agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit Remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated.